0: Alive. Yo, what's up? Welcome to Sober Guy Radio. Thanks to humans for bringing us in. Thanks to you for supporting the show. We are live at Innovations and in Recovery Conference in San Diego, California. Brought to you by Foundations Recovery Network. Big thanks to them for bringing us out here. Uh, setting us up and uh, allowing us a great opportunity to talk to some wonderful people in the recovery industry, and uh, in recovery themselves too. Uh, just an awesome time we're having here. The weather's beautiful. Brought the whole family down, uh, so really enjoying it. Really blessed to be here, and uh, very grateful. Have a great guest for you today from Covenant Hills Treatment Center. It's Robert Chirac and. Uh, they are, uh, well, let me introduce Robert first and then we'll actually let him tell you about uh, Covenant Hills. Uh, Robert, uh, welcome to the
1: show. Thanks for being here, man. Hey Shane, thanks for having me. Great to be here. Yeah, it's a great story. So just so you'll know, Covenant Hills, we've been around for over 20 years. Um, it's a it's a Christ-centered treatment center uh, that gives everybody the option of the Christian track or the traditional track. We really believe in a 60-day experience and we really believe in a gender separate experience. We've got campuses, two campuses in Southern California, in San Clemente and Dana Point, and then a women's campus in Central Texas, outside of San Antonio.
0: Got it. Got it. Okay. So, um, so it's kind. Of, we kind of mentioned before. You kind of have a choice on which which um, which part of the recovery you, you you would like to go down, I guess, in a sense. But what does it mean to be a
1: faith based program? So our message, just so you know, our message to every person that walks through the door is, hey god is not our concern right now you are we'll get to him when you're ready it really is that message of warmth and respect and yeah. and humility uh, but i i know this and we all know this that that any good treatment center is going to have a strong sense of structure they're going to structure their day they're going to structure their meals their group yeah they're even yeah. to a certain degree going to structure their free time but there's this prevalent theme in treatment today that says hey When it comes to that spiritual component, we're not gonna structure that at all. You can make God into whoever, whatever, you want him or her or it to be. We've just brought that same theme of structure to that spiritual component that says, we believe God is beautifully and perfectly articulated in scripture. Um, but again, uh, we're not here to beat anybody over the head with that. Sure. I love the message that says, we're not here to fix you. We just want to know you yeah. Um, and hope you'll be willing to know us because we're struggling in our own relationships, in our own finances, in our own devotion, yeah. and in our own purity. And we believe God uses those struggles to draw us closer to himself. So let's forget this struggle-free version of life and learn what it means yeah. to struggle well together.
0: You know, I think, I think that's a great point uh, that you bring up there is that we're all struggling. And I think sometimes um, in our own insecurities, at least I know for myself, I can get a view of somebody who um, may look like they quote unquote, have it all together, right? And maybe they're not struggling. Well, what I've learned by talking to people and as I grow a little bit deeper each day in my own faith is that we're all in the same boat usually. And when we can be open about that, when I can be open about that, I know it helps me to connect better to people, which ultimately creates a better life experience. That's right. Um, how, how does that relate to, to, um, to, to treatment for you in, in people connecting and really just opening up that door, I
1: guess? So I had a guy ask me one time, he said, Robert, what do you think people want most in life? Took me about five seconds to answer the question. I said, I believe we want to be fully known and fully loved. Hmm. but the lie we've all believed is that if anybody ever truly fully knows me there's no way they can fully love me Hmm. and that is i believe that is the root of recovery it's it's real recovery is built on these principles of transparency and accountability which is really which really means being fully known and still being really cared for 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 the mess of humanity that i represent (laughs) and um Yeah, and that's the difference between sobriety and recovery. I, I kind of call sobriety this white knuckled grip on what I'm not allowed to do, yeah. and I call that I call recovery the freedom that is found in transparency and accountability.
0: Yeah, because when, when we look at recovery, I, I love I love that sobriety versus recovery, or how how are they different? Yep, uh, there are some similarities. In when, when we when we just look at it at the face of it, but. Recovery is a life program right. to me. Uh, staying sober is like right now. I would say staying sober is easier for me than living life right. because there's so uh, God throws so many things each day, and um, you know it can be tough sometimes.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: So how? So let, let's let's take. I'm going to give an example here. I guess. Sure. When you get somebody that comes in, um, comes into recovery, um, and let's say they're kind of. Um, they're kind of hesitant on the on the God issue. Yeah, um, how do you how do you address that,
1: man? Primarily, that I, I, I can't help but go back to that message that says, "Man, God's not our concern. You are, and we just engage." I I we believe as a as a company, and I believe personally that most patterns of addiction are really symptoms of deeper issues of the heart yeah. Yeah. that can only be addressed in the context of real relationship. So again, it comes down to. Um, it just comes down to connecting, yeah. as, as connecting with a soul, um, and and making sure that person knows that uh, that my heart is wickedly deceptive. I honestly, I want every person on our program when they leave to leave with what I call a healthy distrust of self, a healthy distrust of their own heart. That's what's so important about real friendship that sponsor-sponsee relationship uh, that is rooted in accountability.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: I, I love, this is a great illustration, I love the picture of a compass. Um, a compass relies on the, the North Pole like magnetic north to 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 determine what north is right yeah so what i love about a compass is it doesn't rely on anything inside of itself to determine true direction it relies on an external fixed trustworthy and reliable source to determine what is true direction Hmm. so so that's really what we want the men and women on our program to to embrace and it doesn't have to be our exact definition of faith um as long as they know, like that that advice that where somebody says, hey, man, you just need to trust yourself. I want to go up to that person and say, no, that's the worst <laughs> advice ever. Yeah. I can convince myself of anything, yeah. like really and truly. Yeah. And I love the comedian uh, Mark Lundholm. I don't oh. know if you're familiar with him. He, he was actually – that's so funny that you brought – he he changed my life, man. Man, he, that guy.
0: He spoke in, in treatment when I was in there. He came on wow. the show one of the first episodes we did. Yeah, I love that
1: guy too. But I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, he. I love his message. His yeah. his whole his whole shtick is built on my first thought is always wrong. First thought wrong. First I thought remember wrong. It. My second first, thought wrong. Third thought yeah, wrong. Sometimes right. he would say, yeah. yeah. And uh, and that's what that's just what we want the people in our program uh, yeah. to grow in that understanding of. I I love. Um, I love that, you know, because I I get
0: in my own head sometimes, right? Uh, Often, actually. Um, When I come back to knowing that there's something greater than me Mm. and I don't have to wear all that on my sleeve and I don't have to carry that load, um, there's something so powerful in that that helps relieve the the stress, the pressure of wanting to go off and drink or wanting to get angry or wanting to lash out. Because those are a lot of the feelings that, um, you know, that would come up before. I I had that kind of spiritual awakening, I guess. That's right. Um, what What is personal to you about recovery, Robert? What, what, is there a personal aspect that kind of drew you into into this world?
1: So I had some family. I don't have a alcohol or drug related recovery in my own past. Sure, I've had some family that went through it. Yeah, most uh, of us have. Yeah, yeah, you know yep. I mean? Everybody knows somebody. It, it, definitely. And uh, but I do believe. Uh, with every fiber in me, that the only difference between me and the alcoholic is you just can't smell the struggles in my life on my breath. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I, I, honestly, I like I'm it. I'm better at hiding my struggles. And, really? and yeah, absolutely. And I have a relationship with those struggles, like a deep, hidden secret. I I feed them, I nurture them, yeah. I protect them, and um. I love to personify those struggles, just like, just like I like to personify addiction. Yeah. And, and um, you know most people enter treatment with this awareness that there's a problem, but this fear of facing life apart from that relationship that they have with their addiction. That's why I love the word forsake. Hmm. So the, for, the word itself implies a trust relationship. Yeah. So I can't forsake a total stranger, right? Yeah. So I love the fact that we are equipping and empowering the people in our program to turn their back on that relationship and walk out to forsake it, because it's over there going, "Whoa, whoa, wait a second! Yeah. After all we've been through, yeah. you're just going to walk out on me? Yeah, yeah. I'm the only person that really knows you. I'm there in those deep, quiet, dark, lonely moments. You'll be back, and I'll be here. Yeah, man, and that's, that's and that's where the beauty, the beauty of powerlessness, yeah. comes in effect.
0: One of uh, one one of my favorite. Um, quote sayings is um, um, from Paul for when i 'm weak, uh, then I am strong yeah and because I think it, it obviously it 's relatable to all aspects yeah. of, of our lives and there's something about getting honest and being vulnerable, and we 're talking about the, the secrets yeah. when we can actually express those, whether it 's through a 12 step program, um, whether it 's to, to a pastor to a friend, yep. um, when we start to talk about them, part of the reason, created the show what's up Ted? Tad's got the parrot rolling through here right now. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> um, hey, um, when when we start to express those and talk about them, though, uh, there's something very pow- There's something weakening about it at first, but mm. it turns into a powerful, very powerful um, uh, growth, I guess, or yeah. understanding. What's your take on that?
1: I love the definition of surrender. Yeah. Like the yeah. the dictionary definition of surrender is to stop fighting, hiding, and resisting. Hmm. And so many people equate surrender with failure and it's absolutely not
0: yeah they they equate it as a weakness yeah exactly yeah especially coming from you know coming from man's point of view i can speak as a man because i'm a dude like i'm supposed to be this tough guy no emotion you know no i need to just put my head yeah independent put your head down don't cry about it it's like dude that got me alone in a very dark Mm. place. Um, you know, not really caring about too much. That's right.
1: <laughs> here's here's a question. I, I get to, I still get to lead group. Um, oh, nice. And uh, one of my favorite questions to ask a group early in recovery is on a scale of one to ten, how good are you at helping other people? Hmm. Man, they they most people the lowest I've ever had anybody say was a six, and it's usually between an eight, a nine, or a ten. Really? Okay. Yeah, they'll say I love helping other people like that. That. That really feeds me. And then I ask them, okay, great. Scale of one to 10, how good are you at asking for help? One. And they'll say, what do you got that's lower than a one? You know? Can I say zero? I don't don't know what it is about us as we are hardwired. We suck at asking for help. And that's what the program is built on.
0: Got it. Got it. It's feeling comfortable making those connections and actually reaching out for help. Well,
1: (laughs) honestly, it's, it's, it's embracing uncomfort it's it's that vulnerability it's like i hate like so my definition of vulnerability I hate to puke. Like I hate to throw up, and I'll fight it, and I'll grit, and I'll I'll strain, and I will resist it until I can't resist it anymore. I'll run to the <laughs> toilet. I'll puke my guts out. And yeah. every every time I'm thinking, God, why didn't I do that hours ago?
0: Because <laughs> the thought of it, it was going to be so bad. It was going to be so terrible. We start making these yeah, things up in our mind. And, and it
1: rep- honestly, there's not much I can think of that's better. Um, a better illustrate uh, a better illustration of loss of control than puking. Yeah, <laughs> you know that's very true. That is, and so yeah. ultimately, so when I introduce myself when I speak at meetings, yeah, I say hi. My name's Robert. I crave comfort and control, and I struggle every day between wanting to trust God and wanting to be God. Oh man, I love
0: that. That's that is that is. I mean, that is so true right there. Yeah. Um, as soon as I start in control, I mean, that's another another big part of just us as human beings. I think trying to control everything. When I'm trying to control everything in it's my life, mess, it is. Oh man, it is like it's terrible. Yep. And as soon as I, as soon as that light bulb goes off and I say, wait a minute, I have, I have God to you know to to rely on to. Um, you know, to give me strength, to, yeah. to 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 handle these situations for me, man. The weight, the pressure that comes out for me, like I said before, it's it's immense. Um, what do you like? Talk about control a little bit. I mean, more jump jump into that a little yeah. bit. I so, think that's a
1: great topic. So the opposite of control, really and truly, is trust. Yeah. It, the the opposite of control is not loss of control or yeah. lack of control. The opposite of control is trust. The Trust looks good on paper. It sounds good. I mean, there's bank accounts named after it that we, you know. <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's man, a good point. The heart of trust is asking somebody to hand you the car keys of their life. Hmm. And what what we're really asking them is in that moment of conflict, I'm asking you to trust me more than you trust you. And that is scary stuff. Yeah. You know, I, when people enter treatment, I tell them all you need. There's only two things required of you for this program to be a success. It's patience and it's trust. Like patience, it's going to be easy for you to be patient with the staff, easy for you to be patient with the other clients. The hardest person for you to be patient with is going to be yourself.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Your body's going to heal quicker than your brain. You're going to feel better physically before you're out of that fog mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Yeah. And something happens, man. You we, we get to feeling better physically, and we're just ready to haul butt.
0: Yeah. Well, I I know I'm my own worst enemy. That's it. I am, there's nobody harder on me than me. That's right. Like, I, I can, you know, I, and, and I've always been like that. Even when I look back to a kid, you know, say it's sports or something, and I think a lot of us are like that. We put a lot of pressure on ourselves. We want to be the best we can be, but I'm an imperfect person, yeah. and as soon as... I had some acceptance in that, man. Huge, yeah. huge, man. Um, let's. Um, I, I had one, one more quick uh, topic I wanted to touch on. It. Totally I can. Just man, I can. Do, my, I can do this yeah.
1: for hours. Oh, I know. I'm so, so I'm so grateful yeah. to be on the on the show, man. Yeah. I
0: I, I really appreciate uh, you coming on today. Um, if folks wanted to reach out and get more information, where can yeah. they do that?
1: Man, believe it or not, our 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 primary line for admissions is also our primary crisis line, and it's one eight hundred no abuse. That's one 2873 We actually answer that line as a as a crisis counselor. Uh, really? That that is there first and foremost to to hear the story, to listen, to ask some questions about what's going on. Have have you been through treatment before? What can we do to help? It was a, you know, wow, what a what a statement of courage it is for you to pick up the phone and call today, whether that's the the struggling individual or a family member or a loved one. We get. But between the the plus or minus a thousand calls a month that we get, we refer ninety five percent of those into other programs based on what the resources are, based on what the diagnosis is, and sometimes even based on the geography. We get calls from all over the nation, and sometimes somebody in treatment that's in Texas is not willing to come out to California for yeah, treatment, sure, and so sure. we have relationships all over the U.S. We have relationships with low to no cost programs. Um, a lot of options And so yeah The 1-800-NO-ABUSE They're they're going to hear The story of Covenant Hills We absolutely believe In who we are And what we do But man We're not over here Trying to be all things To all people
0: Yeah 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 Sure Sure Well hey man I appreciate you coming on today uh, It's great to chat with you um, Give the number out One more time for me
1: Oh it's super simple 1-800-NO-ABUSE That's 800-662-2873
0: Robert thanks a lot For coming on today uh, Thanks for listening uh, Thanks for tuning in Go to www.thatsoberguy.com for any more information. Live from Innovations in Recovery, San Diego. Peace, love, respect, keep your blood clean.